Pub Nation, what is going on? Welcome to episode 84, TJ Hushmanzada episode, baby. Go back to a legend, Cincinnati. We're going to talk all about Cincinnati, Green Bay, New England, the Lions, the Ravens. We're talking all NFL action, plus college football playoffs, finals, Bama, Georgia, how we feel about it, what's our picks, all that good stuff, plus Hall of Fame quarterbacks on the move, free agency. We're going to try to answer them early on, uh, plus a little FA Cup. Matt's got us in the footy corner. So, big episode. The whole crew's here. Jay Gray, Slate, Tim, Fitz, and Matt. I can't wait. This is the biggest pub of just the OG crew we've had in a long time. And it just it feels right. This is how you want to start 2022 right here. This is it. But, hey, let's dive right into it. I've got to know bowl opt-outs. This has been the hot topic issue of every sports show, every sports webpage. Should players be opting out of bowl games? Matt Carell being the one that goes down with the severe sprayed ankle. Now, thankfully, it's only sprayed ankle. He'll be fine. But it kind of makes everybody go, oh, wait a second. Maybe these star players should sit out if it's a meaningless bowl game. What do you guys t- think on that? I think it's their decision. Yeah. I think, I think uh, you know, if I'm in a position like that, then I'm probably going to sit out too. Um, I mean, for the most part, especially since they made – I mean, really, unless you go to the Division One AA bracket where you're you've got however many teams and you're competing for that one spot, most of these bowl games are, I hate to say it, fairly fairly meaningless. Um, unless you're playing for like the national championship, so I mean, it's really up to them. I think I don't I don't see any issues with them opting out, especially I think the Matt Carroll thing just solidifies that. You know, you, you made the decision and he's fine with the decision, but. I don't think people should be giving them grief for that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Anybody else? Yeah, I do think that um, Herb Street was a little harsh with his comments. And it's almost like karma came around and got him because he said those um, words about, hey, these guys who are sitting out don't love the game. I think they love the game so much that they don't want to risk their future in the game on a meaningless bowl game. Um If the bowl game means that much to you, if it truly is going to be your last time playing, by all means, those guys will suit out. They will continue to play. But if you're in the running to be a first-round pick like Carroll, it still is, luckily with the sprained ankle. Um, I don't see a problem with them sitting out. Um, Now, what confuses me, and I don't know if anybody has an answer for this, is those who entered the transfer portal but still played like the Florida quarterback versus those who played and then entered the transfer portal like Caleb Williams. Um, if anybody has any insight on that, feel free to share. Yeah, for me, I don't know if I don't want you to play. Like, you're already leaving us. Go do you. Like, get out. I don't know, but I, I guess everybody's situation is different. Yeah, maybe it's a Spencer Rattler who's kind of a prick. You, you, you deuce out the door and, hey – don't let the door hit you on the way out, but maybe a guy that you love and respect, and he just happens to be a fifth year guy that he's ready to move on to bigger and better things. We had this rookie coming in and this new guy coming in. I mean, you get one last chance to ball out with your bros, go for it. But I think it's case by case basis there. That's a good question, Jay. I think Herb Street was dealing with his Ohio State bias because I mean, how how many years has it been that Ohio State's been in the playoff and they finally weren't in it? And, you know, and now he's got to watch the Sugar Bowl when he's seeing all his players sit out. And I think he just had a moment. But obviously, it, like, wouldn't that be – like, which game 
was the biggest bowl game not in the playoff? Was it the Sugar Bowl? I mean, nobody Rose cares. That's, or Rose Bowl. Rose and it's like, bowl, did yeah. anybody – I mean, that was a good game. But it's like, do people – and really, that was probably a prime example of like a really exciting game, like a meaningless, quote-unquote, game that was like – I don't know what was the final score in that one. It's like a basketball score. It's like 52 to 45 or something crazy. And did anyone really care about that game? Like, that's a legit question. It's like, how much do we care about that game? And it was a really good one, but it, it almost has no weight to it. And I think that's what we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys. Make great points. I, uh, I equate this to like load management. Now I know that's a hot topic. I'm all for load management, but to me, this is kind of like um, like taking the right step to make it to the next level. You know, all these players who have found that this is, you know, they, they've almost made it and the draft is next and they're eyeing the pros, you know, don't, don't mess it up, you know, take, do what you got to do. I see it the same with load management, you know, take the right step to make it to that next level. I know people don't see it that way, but I'm all for it. Hey, unless you're trying to get your name out there or, you know, going from the second round to the first round is, is that means that much to you and playing that bowl game is going to make the difference, then sit it out, protect yourself. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Anybody else? Cool. Let's move on from talking about meaningless bowl games to a very meaningful one. We had another repeat of the SEC Championship. Me and Devin talked about this last week. It was me and him up here. We were like, this is the worst case scenario. We don't want to repeat this SEC Championship. And by George, we have it. Bama, Georgia. Georgia, three-point favorite, 52 and a half still over under. How do we feel about this game? How do we feel? Who's our picks? All the good stuff. How crazy is it that Cincinnati played better than Michigan? <laughs> and like I don't know, you know, obviously Georgia's been the number one all year. I don't know if the matchup against Bama was a little bit of a fluke, but I thought Cincy actually went toe to toe with Bama for a little bit there, and Michigan just they didn't even they did they looked like they were the non Power Five school, which is crazy. Yeah, I'm curious how much was that matchup, you know, Georgia and compared to Bama and that type of stuff. But yeah, I was I was surprised, you know, Cincinnati. You, you take away some dumb offensive plays they had. That might be a lot closer game to actually cover the spread there, but it, it is what it is. Yeah, I attribute the Michigan loss to the fact that Harbaugh was not wearing khakis. He was wearing pants. <laughs> he's out there with his cutters, though. So, Catching balls left and right. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> I don't get it. But, yeah, I was really hoping that Michigan-Georgia game would have been better than it was. Um I was on a plane for both of them, so I didn't really get to watch either. Um, but my takeaways, I mean, I guess are is, hey, who wants it more in that aspect? And, I mean, Alabama definitely had to grind against Cincinnati. Georgia showed up against Michigan. And, I mean, at this point, I do think it's the two best teams in the nation just based on what we've seen everywhere else. Um, so, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I'm going to take the dogs, D-A-W-G-S. <laughs> um, I have a cousin who went to Georgia, so I'm going to be doing shambongs with my girl, Sarah. <laughs> Love it. 
I don't think you can bet against Saban. And, and I just think this happens every year is it just falls into Saban's hands despite the Clemson matchups. I mean, that's, that's the one where I think that gave him more trouble than any of them. But I think he's just got Kirby Smart's number. I don't think, I don't think Georgia, as good as they are, I just think Saban knows how to win championships. I mean, it, it sounds – I'm reading Pat Summit's book right now on the University of Tennessee women's basketball. She just knows how to win games, and that's what made her a great coach. And I kind of see a correlation with Nick Saban, and this is what number championship. He just – he knows it. He, he's got it down to a, to a system. Yeah, I have to agree with Jenny. I mean, it's pretty clear after watching the games, like, you know, sometimes in playoffs, you're like, ooh, maybe the underdog will take it or they'll they'll squeak one out. No, the top two teams are here. Like, this is what the system's made for. Um, I think Georgia was a little more dominant, but it's hard to say because Michigan didn't seem like they showed up. So I'm going Georgia as well. Oh wait, are we picking or? or yeah, 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 we're picking. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Georgia as well. Um, I think they made a made a statement, especially beating up on Michigan as bad as they did. Uh, was proud of Cincinnati uh, for hanging in there for a little while, but it's just it's tough to to go toe to toe with Saban, uh, especially your first time there. So uh, let's go, dogs. We need more dogs, baby. Wow. <laughs> I didn't actually watch it either the game because time zones meant I was getting pissed right up uh, for New Year's <laughs> Eve. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So, but uh, I'm going to pick the pick Georgia purely because Bama have won it how many times in the last few years? It would be nice to see another team win it. Matt, I'm glad you said that. For that reason, that reason only, because that's how I felt with the semifinals. I'm picking Bama. Mm. Anything that I want to happen is not going to happen. So, Saban gets another one. His assistants go 0 and 48 against him, or whatever. Kirby goes 0 and 5 against Nick Saban. It's just hard to beat the guy who's taught you the game. And I think Nick Saban is peak of the mountain there. He just, like, like Fitz said, he knows how to win games. The assistants have one win. One Jimbo win. You are Jimbo. That's right. That's right. My fault. So one in 4,000. So my apologies. <laughs> uh, anything else college football related we're going to talk about? We got a huge NFL slate. And uh, you guys ready to dive into it? Playoffs are on the line. We're going to hit that music to get that copyright infringement. I love it. Let's do it. And we've got to talk about the big news out of Pittsburgh. Big Ben says, see you later, Hinesfield. He's out. Uh, It seems all indication that was his farewell tour with Pittsburgh. He's done. Is he Hall of Fame in our book? Is he done? Steelers I think can make done. the playoffs, can't they? Ooh, yeah. good point. There's, there's a lot of there's got to be a lot of things that happen, yeah. Yeah, but let's after this season, is he Hall of Fame? Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Hall of Famer for sure. I don't think he's a first balloter, but I think he's a second balloter. Mm. It kind of depends on who's on that ballot with him, but yeah, I, I do see him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He came I mean, to the league with Rivers and Manning, and they both retired before him. So that helps. He's Hall of Famer. I mean, two-time Super Bowl champion. He's – you know, I don't know much about his 
stats, but every time they're looking at like an all time list, Roethlisberger's right there in the mix. I mean, he's right there with like Marino and Breeze and Rogers. So I I think I think he's no que- I think he's without question. And it's interesting because I feel like he kind of tailed off the last couple of years, like and maybe that's what we're remembering. But I mean, for a while he was he was right there. I mean, maybe not at the mountaintop with some of the great quarterbacks we got to watch, but right there. I mean, just the second tier. So, yeah, I, I think he is for sure. He tailed off during at the end, but the stat that I saw today is, yeah, two-time Super Bowl champion, but he's never had a season under 500, which I think is very impressive for a quarterback in the NFL. So every team that he's been on has been at least 500 and above at the end of the season. I mean, he knows honestly, like I put him in like, he's, he's going to be, I think similar as like Russell Wilson is I think Russell Wilson, you know, he's had Super Bowl experience. He's had great defenses, but again, the stat you just named, like getting wins is like, that's, that's Russell Wilson. And obviously it's too early to tell for Russell, but I think he's on his way um, if, he, if he can find a resurgence at the end of his career and get back to the playoffs. You know, that's another one. But I just see those are similar guys. It's like, yes, they're not quite like where Breeze and Rodgers and Brady and Manning were, but they're just, they're just right behind them. They're just in the shadow. And, and maybe that's what makes it a question. Yeah, I mean, he's fifth all-time passing yards. Uh, I think I think he likes he's ranked in the top ten of most passing categories. I think uh, so. I mean, his numbers are, are pretty damn good, and then plus he wins. You guys are absolutely right. Uh, to me, he deserves a gold jacket. I hate to say it as a Cincinnati guy, but I've seen him thrust our Bengals over and over again. But yeah, he's Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's first ballot, but he's definitely he's in there one day. Yeah, I'm thinking. Now that Fitz said, I'm thinking like. Uh... Would you guys put Drew Brees in before Ben? Like I know, I know eligibility wise, it's different. But would you put Brees in before yeah. Ben? Yeah, I think I 100%. would. Based off what? What would be based off reason? numbers and stats? Like in my eyes, I've I got this from Aaron Rodgers. I can't, I can't take credit for it. But you need to be in the top five of your categories as a player. I, I think Brees was that. So I'd put Brees in over Rosenberg, who's a top ten in his categories. How many rings does Breeze have? One. One. So mm. you're going to weigh rings, you know, one to two. Hey, I mean, if that was defenses, Ro- Ro- Roethlisberger defense. wins, man. He wins. Yeah. You said it yourself. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I would, I would no, I would make the case that I think he he would uh, he deserves a spot before Breeze would. I would put him in before Breeze. But maybe that's a debate for another day. You'd say he wins, but he actually got dominated in the last part of his career by Tom Brady in the Pats quite often in the AFC. Yo, who didn't? I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> but like, like, come on, thing. he said he wins, but like, That's... you're going to get one win over him. You literally, com- you literally compared him to the greatest quarterback of yeah, all time. Yeah. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, well, this is, this is part of the, this is the debate. Is like, because if you compare him, there's, again, there's like the kings of the league. That doesn't exactly. mean that he's not in the hall. Like, again, I've always argued, I think the hall of fame should have tiers to it. They should have like tier one, tier two, tier three, but they don't, they just have the hall of fame. And by the numbers, Roethlisberger is in the hall 
despite being the sixth best quarterback his entire career or whatever it was, just because he's playing with the best, like the best ever to play. Yeah. Yeah. And I believe uh, those I, are okay. his Super Bowls that he won, he had to play the Patriots or get past the Patriots in both of them. So. Yeah, I guess I guess what I'm arguing is like, yeah, I think he is a first round Hall of Famer, first ballot. Like, put him in there. I I would put him in there before Breeze, but I'm right, a minority. Let, let me ask you this question. Obviously, it's different because of draft classes and stuff. I'm gonna give you four names. Only two get in. Ooh, I like it. Okay, okay. this is tough. Uh, this is gonna be Rivers, Eli Manning, Roethlisberger, and we'll jump to 2005 2005 draft class. Aaron Rodgers. Which two get in? Rodgers and Roethlisberger. Yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> you going to put him over Rivers? Yeah, what has oh, Rivers yeah. done? Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm just asking. He was what, what really I... good at being good enough to not make it. Yeah. 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 Okay. And it's I like the same thing to go for Hall of Fame. Okay. It's like I've got a pack of NC State fans just hunting me down right now for saying that. <laughs> You got a red dot on your forehead, so. <laughs> Duck. Uh, yeah. Now, I think you're. I think you're right. Uh, when I said rivers, I meant breeze. But whatever, we'll, we'll roll with oh, it. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I stand by my answer. Okay. Damn. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's moving on from a, a certified Hall of Famer to. He's not quite done yet, but is he done in Seattle? There's a lot of talk. Russell Wilson, he's under contract to 2024, but there's a lot of talks even in the beginning of the offseason that he's on the move. Now those talks are heating up again with Seattle just being bad. Uh, Pete Carroll kind of on the hot seat here. Russell Wilson, where will he be playing in 2022? Is he a free agent? He's not. He signed until 2024, but things just aren't good over there. They're saying. Okay. Okay. And I might mm. as well just get a lot of listeners and watchers in tune here. This is where you're going to see this on ESPN for the next three, four months until yeah. something mm. happens. I was going to quote uh, Evan's almost favorite pregame speech with uh, Michael Irvin. I'm tired, man. I'm hurt, <laughs> man. I am so sick of hearing Russell Wilson. <laughs> oh, he, they're upset. He's not happy with Seattle. Pete Carroll needs to get out of town. And then three months later, they're like, go Hawks. It's just it's so annoying. <laughs> so annoying. I'm so over this. Um, yeah. This is, I'm already signing this off as like the worst off season news there is. Cause it's going to be so boring. So monotonous. You're going to get tweets from Russell's chef saying that he really likes New York <laughs> city. What are the odds that he's a giant next yeah. season? And it's literally going to be every debate show for the next week. It's like, yeah. Oh, come on. Stop. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, you know, Seattle, They've got obviously they've got pieces in the organization, but it's just not working for some reason. But like you know, you got Metcalf, Tyler Lockett on the offensive side. I think there's, I mean, what what else do you want? And then you got Wagner and Jamal Adams on defense. So it just maybe they just need a few more pieces. But I don't know why you would jump off of that ship, you know, and then go somewhere like Carolina. Like like where's he going to go? That's going to be better than the situation he's in yeah so i i think he's a seahawk again similar to ben i, I think what makes ben great is he's a, he was a lifer he was a he was a stealer the entire time i, I and, think that's pretty special and i think that that i think russell is going to be like that yeah any other takes on it 
No. Okay. All right. Uh, I love yeah. it. Media sucks. Yeah, I, <laughs> I agree. But everywhere I was reading, I was like, all right, well, I'm just going to ask this because we're going to get the head of the that's, curve here. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. But no, we I, thought I, about I, it. We evaluated it. Stays in Seattle. And uh, at the end of the day, no one gives a fuck. So we're moving on. <laughs> You're damn right don't, they don't. I don't. Yeah, Matt really doesn't. Matt loves Dude. Seattle, though, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> Lovely place. Lovely place. Padded rains a lot, so I probably should like it, actually. <laughs> uh, Alex Rawson thinks the Broncos is where he's going to go. And then Andrew Price thinks the Giants because he likes New York food. So there you go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's just said. We'll do our up and down list. We'll talk about some playoff scenarios, and we'll get in our pickums here. Up and down list on the way up in the AFC: Titans, Bengals, and Chargers. On the way down: Jets, Browns, and Colts. In the NFC, on the way up: Packers to keep riding that train up. The Saints get a win. They look like they're about to be punched. They're taking in the playoffs. And the Cardinals on the way down: Vikings, Washington, which they get a new name the second of February. And then the Cowboys lost the Cardinals, which that puts them on the way down. Anything I got right wrong on this list? It's two weeks in a row you put the Bengals on the up list. So I'm, I'm keeping notes, Parker. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. And I was like, I don't know. But, hey, a big win against Chief Kingdom. Plus, I'm the one that makes a graphic. So. <laughs> Fair. Oh, and hide Matt there. I don't um, know. At this point, you just got to make the playoffs. And then, and then your second season starts. Yeah. So the the up doesn't matter at this point. You just got to clinch. Yeah, and that's why I put the Charger in there because they put themselves in a in a chance to win it. And same thing with Saints. Yeah. Well, that's the and I think you should put the Raiders there because the Raiders have kind of climbed back. That's a win in your end game. Is yeah. the the Chargers and Raiders winner gets in, or if they tie, they both get in. I saw that. Yeah, that's, yeah. That'd be hilarious. If, Which we'll talk you know, about that. Just take two. Just take kneels the entire game. That'd be awesome. The Raiders just need to get someone to put like a um, ankle monitor on their players when they try to gain cars after they drink. Like, what? come on. Another Raiders arrested for DUI. Come on. Gosh. Is it is it the coaches? Is the organization? Uh, who's I think it's to the blame city. here? The city. It's, the city. it's Las Vegas. Do they just yeah. not have a lot of transport? They're gambling, mm. they're drinking. And they're driving. Hate to see it. And Wait, who, who got popped? Who was it? It was a cornerback or something. Yeah, it was a cornerback, the rookie cornerback. Uh, I can't mm. remember his name, but Damn. yeah. No, I mean after after the Henry Ruggs incident, you think that would be like, hey, everybody has an assigned Uber every single night. Like we can't. Nate Cobbs. <laughs> Nate Cobbs. Thank you. Yep. Uh, head scratching. Um, anything else on the list? Yeah, you missed um you missed the Dolphins. They're uh man, I was riding high on the Dolphins. They had like a seven or eight game win streak, and then the Bills just blew them out. So I would put them on the down there. Yeah, yeah that and, and it knocked them out of playoff contention. Yeah, they like, had a I was, chance. Oh, I was so hopeful. But oh. first team in league history to lose seven straight, then win seven straight. So shout out to them. They yeah. also didn't play anyone over those seven. <laughs> no, they did not. No. <laughs> Not at all. Well, we'll move into our spud to stud, then we'll talk playoffs here. Our stud to spud or spud to stud. Had to throw Betty White up there. RIP to legend. Mm. Um, anybody come to mind for you? 
from this week's games or any sport out there? I mean, I just got to give a shout out to Jamar Chase. And I, this he has not mm. been a spud by any means. But a few weeks ago, we were talking about, you know, rookie of the year. It's probably Mac Jones. Jamar's falling off a little bit. But that that performance, I haven't seen a rookie performance like that ever. I mean, that was just it was, it was crazy. And you're just watching it going, this he's you know, this guy's how old is this guy? And he's gonna be here for a while, or that's the feeling. So yeah, Jamar, he's my stud of the week. And again, not a spud by any means, but just wow. I mean, he where he could be, you know, two, three years from now. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. His first touchdown was unbelievable. Where he just like sprinted away from five Chiefs. It's just the pace of the lad is outrageous. Fast man in the NFL? Question oh. mark. I mean, amazing. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. It was like a greyhound out the traps. He just absolutely <laughs> flew. I love that expression. Hmm. It. Anybody else? So Speak. my spud to stud. Solely because I'd never heard of the guy, and then I saw this, and it gave me massive PTSD. Um, Cardinals running back Jonathan Ward, helmet catch on a uh-huh. fake punt. Yeah. You guys have not seen this. It's David Tyree awesome. 2.0. I literally had to leave the room because <laughs> Brian is a huge Giants fan. And so he's like, that's David Tyree. You want to watch it again? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't. But it was very impressive. Very, very impressive. So if you haven't seen it, Jonathan Ward, um, it was a fake punt. And the man catches it on the back of a helmet. His legs are up and around. And it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And they called pass interference on the defense. So he was being held like no other and still made the catch. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So kudos to you, Jonathan. He's like, coach. Make a make an offensive package for me. Let me get off special teams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I also have a stud to spud for my week. Okay. My stud to spud is Mr. Devin Slate. Sir, <laughs> get your shit together. Get it together. Oh, God. First off, I did not say that the AFC North or whatever they are is the worst division. I did not say that. I said they are a better NFC East, meaning that the NFC East is going to have a team in that 7 and 10 in the playoffs. The AFC North is going to have a 10 like 3 10 and 7 teams in. So first off, did not say they were the worst. Just compared them to a league in the fact that you guys are like, "Oh, so and so is going to win." I'm like, "Nobody knows who the hell's going to win that league until it's last week. Let's be real." Point proven the week before Cincinnati. Congrats. <laughs> Second off, just because I live in Charlotte does not mean I'm a Panthers fan. All right. Thank you, Parker. Again, Parker's my, he's never a spud, but he's my spud to stud. Man. Um, second off, Charlotte is fun when the Panthers do well, just like the Raleigh area is fun when the Hurricanes do well. Therefore, I do like the Panthers to do well, but they are not my team. My team is the Patriots. If the Patriots have a big game, I'm tailgating by the Panthers stadium in Patriots stuff. I am. And I'm talking shit. I am. Come to me. 
Okay. I don't know. So, you sound like a fair weather Carolina fan. He's no longer the stud to spud. I told him that pre show. He was not my stud to spud anymore. Oh, okay. Shit. Devin, you're sitting in the seat until you prove me wrong. Enjoy. Hey, mention proudly. the mention of the <laughs> helmet catch. Did y'all see the immaculate reception 2.0 in the Packers Vikings game? Is the Vikings, they're already down by like 27, but they threw it over the middle, broken up. Their center catches it. The Vikings center takes it oh, like yeah. 25 yards inside the tent. It was awesome. It's, it's a moment <laughs> all us centers dream of, isn't that right, Tim? Hell yeah. It's a moment for <laughs> Again, us. it's like, coach, it for all of us. Coach, put me on that goal line package. Be a tight end. <laughs> you know, I, that reminds me, I saw a funny stat this week. Um, so for those who didn't watch the Lions-Seahawks game, you, you didn't miss anything. But our offensive uh, lineman, Decker, got a touchdown, his first one ever. Oh, yeah. I saw a stat that Decker has more touchdowns than Kenny Galladay this season, which I thought was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was humor. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But um, my stud to spot is actually an entire organization. It is – the Washington football team. So for a few weeks there, they were on a hot streak. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Panthers. They beat, uh, was it the Raiders? Yeah, they beat the Raiders. They beat the Seahawks. Like they were looking hot in December. And then I don't know what happened. Thing like they, they, the yeah, they just lost it. And like, I feel like every time I'm on social media, there's always a post like, Shit pipes breaking Washington football team's stadium <laughs> on fans or like part of stadium collapses. And it's like, oh my gosh, this place is actually falling apart. So they're my stud to spuds, the whole organization. Yeah, the 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 railing breaks when Jalen Hurts is walking through. <laughs> fans almost fall on him. It was bad. <laughs> uh, but they get a new name. They get new jerseys, which no one seemed hyped about when they showed them the jersey. Everybody was like, oh, that's cool. Those are crisp. And that was it. So, I don't know. We'll we'll see. Uh, we don't know the name. We'll know the name February. So I think they're staying with the Washington football team. <laughs> they mentioned the Red going, Bulls. Groundhogs. 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 Yeah. yeah. Go Hogs. That was like a big thing. <laughs> that, was a big, that was their big thing when they won the Super Bowl against the Bills. They were the Hogs. They had the great offensive line. Go hogs. Go hogs. We need more hogs. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about some playoff drama here. Uh, we kind of already mentioned this earlier, but we'll just go ahead and pull it up there. But basically, if Colts lose the Jags, the Raiders and Chargers just need to nail out the clock. If they tie, both make the playoffs <clears throat> in this amazing circumstance. Uh, odds of that's very unlikely. But fun fact the Colts haven't won in Jacksonville since 2014. <laughs> Mm. So you're telling me there's a chance that Matt could win this bet and the Colts don't make the playoffs. Oh, gosh. Imagine. Uh, man, what a wild, wild week 18 we get here. But with with but most playoff spots are already kind of clinched up here. You know, we'll run through them real quick. AFC, Bengals, Chiefs have clinched. Titans, Bills have clinched. Uh, New England has clinched a playoff berth. Now the Ravens, uh, they're they're fighting for a chance here. 
Uh, Colts are fighting for a chance. And um, Raiders are still cl- still looking for a chance. And Chargers and Patriots are all looking for a chance. The Steelers still have a chance, but it's a, they need to win and he needs to win. And Vegas and Chargers cannot end in a tie, which I don't think it will. Um, and the NFC clinched is most everybody. Packers, Cowboys. Bucks, Cardinals, Rams, and Eagles, which only leaves two spots available. Saints, 49ers are the only ones who can get there. And basically, New Orleans wins. San Francisco has to lose for New Orleans to get the spot, or San Francisco wins, they're in the final spot. But San Francisco's playing LA, and the Rams, they're playing for seeds. And again, I was reading today, like um, a lot of those games, they are playing their starters just based on seeding so that's a tough that's a tough matchup for Niners and Rams I think the Rams are the Rams are playing to keep the Niners out of the playoffs that they probably don't want to see them yeah in the playoffs either so that's a I don't think you want to see a divisional opponent yeah so that's potential the other thing is obviously Packers lock the one seed but in the AFC the Titans are right now the number one and if they win they get it so it doesn't matter what the Chiefs do Titans control their destiny, and they're playing. I think the Texans. <laughs> so I think yeah, they yeah. they should have it on lock. Which yeah. no one's really talking about. No one's talking about the Titans, but they're number one seed. They, they, Derek yeah. Henry was running the practice this week, so that's exciting. Yeah, he's yeah. he's back, and I don't know if you play him or not. Maybe send him out for a little bit more. Maybe give him a drive at most. But yeah, it, it, King Henry's back. Slate, you gotta say it in playoff mode. All hell, King Henry. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> only the one seed gets a buy here. So, I mean, I don't think I don't think we're gonna see a lot of teams resting their starters because there's only one team that gets a bye week for the first week. So, I think everybody's aiming for that bye week. Any other playoff scenario talk we want to talk about before we hit it and pick them? Cool. I try to do that as quick and easy as possible because I know it can get super confusing the more you go down the rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Saturday, we got two games. Broncos, Chiefs, kickers off Kansas City. 10-point favorite over us at 44. Kansas City needs to win this and some other matches to happen to get that first seed back. Who's winning? We got an order. Oh, yeah, we'll go Jay Gray, Slate, Tim, Fitz, and Matt. Um, I think the Chiefs win by a lot. In this game, it looks like it's in Kansas City. Yep. Or no, no, it's in yeah. Denver. Sorry, it's in Denver. Uh, well, I don't think that matters. Um, Chiefs win by a lot. Hmm. Agreed. Chiefs by a million. Yeah, we're going Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs don't want to go in the playoffs with two losses in a row. They'll they'll bring out all the cylinders, get back on track. Yeah, Chiefs by an absolute billion. They're all picking Chiefs, huh? It's because they're quite good. They're quite good. I'm picking them too. Other Saturday game, we get Philly, Cowboys. Dallas trying to rebound after Arizona lost their seven-point favorite here. 42 and a half over-under. Fly, Eagles, fly. It's really awkward because Tim's on here now, but uh, me and Parker totally rode the uh, Cowboys train last week, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get off of it yet. Disgusting. 
<laughs> Absolutely disgusting. We're going uh, Eagles. Vince Papali is going to make a big debut. He's coming back, and he's literally going to make the <laughs> game-winning touchdown catch. Uh, mark it. If I'm Philly, I would rest my starters in this game because they can't they can't control anything. I think they're either the seven or the six seed based on what the Saints and Niners do. So I would rest. I, I think Cowboys probably win. Yeah, you know, Slate, you're right. You and me, we're, we're on the Cowboys train now. We we are hopped on there, and we rode them right to a cliff last weekend, right in Cliff Kinsbury cliff. Um, we but did. Sure did. We're back on the train, Cowboys. I, I think you're right, Fitz. I think they need to rest their starters. I mean, Hurts almost got injured walking into the tunnel. So <laughs> put him in bubble wrap. Do something. Sunday's games, Battle of Ohio, Browns, Bengals, Bengals. Two point favorite over us at 42. No talks if we're gonna wrestle stars or not. But once again, there's a chance for the one seed there since I you gotta you gotta win. You gotta help the other two teams lose here. But you get a chance. Who are we taking? I think even if the Bengals rest their starters, they'll still win by seven. At least. Jeez. Yeah. Bengals by a million. There's no way in hell they lose at all. You son of a gun. Yeah, the the way I see the Browns is like you look at an Eminem and you're like, man, that looks kind of good. <laughs> then you realize there's just shit. They're just, they're just shit. <laughs> um, so I'm going Bengals. Yeah, right now, uh, Bengals, Bills, and Patriots are all they're all ten and six, and the difference in being the three seed and the five seed is pretty significant. It means you could host a playoff game potentially. So yeah, I think I think it's foot on the gas for Cincy. I think they win this one. Uh yeah, we've got to go Cincy. Might make a slight ball prediction uh, prediction that this could be Baker Mayfield's last game as a Brown. Because he's stunk this season. Uh hate to burst your bubble. He's already potentially played his last game. He won't play this Sunday. He's gonna oh, get he? surgery on his labrum. So he is officially ruled oh. out. He's gonna have surgery. Um, which that kind of makes me more scared now because Mayfield has been shit all season long, so his backup can't be any worse, can he? Um, yeah, give me the Bengals. I think they get it done. I hope so. We need that three seed. God, we need it. Ohio, Cincinnati needs a playoff game. This is a side note. I think we need a new segment called like Baller Move of the Week or something. And um, <laughs> I, I would, I would. The first inaugural baller move of the week would be Joe Burrow smoking a cigar in the locker room after he just smoked the Chiefs. I was like, man, that guy, Free baller. he's a baller. Yeah, I thought you were going to say the baller move of the week is Baker Mayfield saying, this team sucks. I'm getting surgery. I'm out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so you're going with that. Close second. <laughs> uh, Lions, Packers, once again, the Toxo, do you rest your stars? Do not comes into play here lions coming off a tough defeat last weekend maybe they bounce back here maybe green bay keeps the foot on the neck and crushes the soul out of them green bay two-point favorite 42 and a half over under i'm going lions yay um i'm going lions i think it solidifies um tim's win over matt sorry matt it didn't happen 
Yeah, I think the I think the Lions are going to sit their starters and really prep for next year. Um, so let's go, let's go Packers. Right there with me, Tim. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what could I say about this game? Uh, yeah, Lions. We're going Lions. I'll be pulling for Jordan Love, and yes, we're definitely resting starters. I think with Rogers toe. And and a lot of our guys, this is this is well earned time off. I will say there could be a perfect storm brewing for us in the divisional round. If things stay the way they are, it's going to be we most likely have the winner of Arizona and Dallas. And I don't want either of them. I'd, I'd much rather have Tampa or L.A. at this point. But we'll see what happens. But yeah, go pack, go pulling for the second stringers. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, loves in the air. I'm ready for it. I can't pick the Lions while wearing a Packers jersey. You know, Packers all day long. Uh, Tim, give me that hot, hot little blue Kool Aid, baby. We're going to so call it to face. We're going Lions. They get the win here. Sorry, Packers fans, but yeah, you're resting your starters. What do you expect? Potentially, you are. Bears, Vikings, Vikings. Seven and a half point favorite, 44 and a half to over under. Both these teams officially eliminated from playoff contention. So now there's playing for bragging rights. I think I'm going to have to go Vikings, assuming Cousins is back. I don't know what either of these teams is going to produce on the field is the issue. Like, I don't know. But I kind of hope the Vikings win by a lot um, just to put Chicago out of their naggy misery. Hmm. Like, nail on the coffin. I hope they win by at least 21. Yeah, this is a uh, this is close for nobody gives a shit about this game. Sorry if uh, you're still listening, Rollison. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, uh, go Vikings. Yeah, all right, so you said it's close, but it's not the game. It's not the game, no, no. All right, Honor- it's a silver shit for him, uh, not a golden yeah. one. Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's anything worse. I mean, I think there's one <laughs> definitely worse. Maybe so. okay. we'll see. Second place. Uh, piggybacking off of Jenny's point, um, I think this is going to be important for both the coaches as to kind of the final taste of the regular season. You know, Zimmer doesn't have quite as much heat on him like Nagy does, but, I mean, the loser of this, I feel like, is going to – catch a little more heat overall and i know people are already calling for Nagy's job but truthfully after the season maybe the last season or two i don't know how happy zimmer is with the vikings Hmm. you know people are i don't know if people are murmuring or maybe they're gonna no he's on the hot seat but i think this is this is definitely like the uh loser is gonna take take it on the chin here but then they might also lose a paycheck so we'll see yeah, Tim, you beat me to it. I was gonna say the I think the losing coach of this game, I think they lose their job. It's it's one of those. Um, you know, Neji, he they've they've been wanting his number for years now. But even Zimmer, I I think when you look at the success of Minnesota and then you know not reaching a Super Bowl and then not making playoffs, and then when you don't beat the Packers, that just that just pulls people's hair out. It's like you you gotta beat the Packers. And and I love Zimmer, and I'm excited to see if he ends up as a defensive coordinator somewhere because I think he is one of the best minds. But, yeah, this matchup, 
you know, it, it's funny. We joke that it doesn't mean anything, but in the longevity, this, I think coaches jobs, both of them are on the line, but I'm pulling for the bears. <laughs> so go bears. Do you know if um, Justin Fields is returning for this one? No word yet. If they're smart, they play with big Nick. Oh, they're going to play with big Nick. Uh, yeah. Give me big Nick. <laughs> give me big Nick. Uh, you know, I, I think you're right. One coach is coaching for his job. The other one's already lost it. I think Nagy's gone, done, dead, fired. Ooh. He's after the season. I don't think you hold on to him. Uh, Zimmerman, though, if he loses, he's definitely done. If he wins, he gets another chance in Minnesota. That's that's how I look at it. Uh, so for that fact, the Vikings are a must-win. They they have to win to keep their head coach's job because I think they believe in Zimmerman. I think they really like him. It's just, just Zimmer, Mike Zimmer. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling him Zimmerman, aren't I? Yeah. I, once he left Cincinnati, I didn't give a shit about him. <laughs> Washington, New York. It's the last time potentially we're gonna call him the team. Uh Washington, four and a half point favorites. Who do we take? New York. They end the season on a win. <laughs> so chipper. <laughs> I mean, this has got to be the hand hands down the one, right? This is the one. Boop, this boop, is boop, the boop. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, Go football team. (laughs) Then maybe become the Groundhogs, and then continue to be shit. (laughs) Are they playing at MetLife? Do we know? Uh, They're playing in uh, Washington. Oh, I was gonna say. Wait, in their their stadium, just like. Fucking destroying it. The, the stadium might actually take a sacrifice this week. So for that reason alone, I'm going to give the blood sacrifice to Washington. Uh, I'll take Washington. I want to enjoy saying football club one last time before they go to the ground hogs or whatever they will be. <laughs> football club. Uh, Tim, I do I do apologize. It's in New York. My apologies. Ooh. Uh, don't know well, that changes. Matt Life's been known to have a few blood sacrifices too. <laughs> okay. I'm still going Washington. Um you know, I think they're too fired up. There's new name that's definitely not gonna be the groundhogs. Uh I, I think it's gotta be the Giants. I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Colts, Jags. We talked about it's been since 2014. The Colts have beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville, even though the Colts are 15 and a half point favorites here. Who do we take? Do you guys see that there like a, is a group of Jags fans playing to show up to the game in clown suits? Yep. Because that's mm. that's going to happen. Uh, so I'm taking the clown suit, guys. No, I'm taking the Colts um, in this one. I think they're going to be fired up to solidify a good playoff position. Um, Jonathan Taylor is going to have four touchdowns. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, I fucking hate clowns. Go Colts. <laughs> Thank you for bringing that up, Jenny. Um, uh, if you guys want to rewind all the way back to the offseason when they hired Urban Meyer, I said this is a circus, and they're uh, finishing the season with clowns. I love it. It is oh, the chef's kiss to a shit season. Um, give me the Colts. I'm just going to call my shot. Someone's going to screw it up this week. It always happens. Week week 18, there's there's always a flub, and it's usually in the AFC. 
I, I think the Jags spoil. I think they pull off an upset and they pave the way for Big Big Ben to to keep playing this season. So there's a weird little um, coincidence between the Jags. Oh, could the Jags owner uh, Shahid Khan owns a team called Fulham in West London, and they both haven't won since the same weekend, first weekend in November. Kind of weird, but they're both going to win this weekend. Give me the Jags; they're going to win, and I will win the bet. Ooh. Carson That's Wentz. A... Can you rely on Carson Wentz? Going across Big the pond. Question. Stats there. I like it. Yeah. Oh man, history's on the Jack's side, right? Six plus years, seven years since you won there. Streak stops at seven. Colts get it done. Bet the house on it. Steelers, Ravens, uh, Baltimore, five point favorite here. Over on us at forty two. Your boy is back. QB two. I like the Ravens, and I'm I'm hoping the Ravens make the playoffs just to piss off Devin. <laughs> yeah, go Steelers. I just want the season to be done. Yeah, such such a bad season. Oh, so bad. <laughs> um, give, me, give me the Ravens. Steelers have to win. It's must win. Go Steelers. I'm also going to go Steelers. It's a must win, and he's got to lose, and Vegas and Chargers can't in a tie for them to get in. That's a lot of things up in the air <laughs> for their fits for your perfect. That's not a lot. They just need the Jags to spoil the Colts. I think that's it. It's a tall task, and to beat Baltimore with arguably the best backup quarterback in the league. Give me Baltimore. I, I think they get it done. They don't make the playoffs either because they need a string of things to happen in their world too. But uh, give me Baltimore just for just for Slate's heart. They win, but they won't make the playoffs. How's that? How's that sound? Yeah, that, that's perfect. I don't care if okay. they win. Okay. <laughs> I will say, Devin. Devin was reading the tea leaves like back when they were in the top of the AFC, and we we're like, Devin, they're still. And he yeah. was telling us, he's like, no, no, I'm throwing in the towel. Yep. We got it's a yeah. shit football season for Dev here. <laughs> it's been rough for you, brother. Uh, Titans, Texans, Tennessee, trying to hold on that number one seed. They're a 10 half point favorite traveling to Houston. Titans. You said my boy's back? He's supposed to be back this week. All hail King Henry. Yeah, I'm going Titans. I need to do a little digging on uh, the exact injury he had because if it was just a straight ruptured Achilles and he's back, that is not normal. So, but yeah, we're going Titans. Steroids. Yeah. It was a what? I'm sorry. What'd you say, Jenny? It was like a broken bone in his foot. It wasn't a ruptured. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. You got it. We're going Titans. I'm going to go Titans. And I think they locked the number one. Yeah, I'm also going to go Tysons. I don't need to say anything. I think we all woke up inside tighten the fuck up. That's what we're doing right here. Tight get the Put that on a t shirt. Not like that. Saints, Falcons, New Orleans, four and a half point favorite over us at 40. Who are we taking? This is the game I don't care about. Um, I'm going to take Atlanta. 
Because the Saints, I never know what's going to come out on the field with, so I'm going to take Atlanta. Saints can make the playoffs. <laughs> I'm taking Atlanta. This is this is probably in third place. I'd give it third. Yeah, this um, is the bronze. Yeah, you get the bronze, the bronze. shit award. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, um, go Saints. <laughs> We need to get Devin little plushies. <laughs> whenever the game He's comes up, up, he can hold up the gold or the silver or the bronze <laughs> one. Um, yeah, I like the Saints. They got a little more to lose, so we'll give it to them. I can't believe y'all just threw shit on the Saints who can make the playoffs. Like, if the Saints win and the Niners lose to the Rams, which can very well happen, Saints are in. So No, they just need to yeah. win. They just need to win. Oh. No, they got they got Roland Niners to lose. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, you are correct. Mm. Yeah, San Francisco is the Which, winner because Niners yeah, are playing right. Rams. Um, but yeah, I'm taking the Saints. We all want to see it. I want to see Jameis Winston dancing in the change room one more time. Give me the Saints. <laughs> Man, this is in Atlanta. The NFC South is where like where just weird things happen. You know what? Give me the Falcons. Give me the Church of Chicken and Waffle. I'm taking them, baby. <laughs> Give me the Falcons. Jets. Bills. Bills already in. Jets just praying to God April comes here fast enough so you get some more draft picks. Buffalo, 17-point favorite. 17. Yeah, I'm taking Buffalo. They still have something to play for. Um, and I don't think they're going to – not want to beat Bill Belichick in a seed race. So I'm taking Buffalo. Go Jets. Ooh. Just just because of Blair. I'm only doing this for Blair. Yeah, I'm going Jets too. Um you know I saw their I saw the Jets helmets for like the first time in a long time. I just really like their color green. I just really like it. It is a nice green. Yeah, it's a really strong green, but you, I don't know. You feel safe, I guess, with it. Um, yeah, it's somewhere between green, Kelly and Emerald. Ooh, there you go. Yeah, somewhere between. It's a good one. Uh, yeah, anyone like but the forest Bills. green. No, I'm gonna go Bills. Uh, as much as I like Emerald, I'm gonna go Bills. It, it is a nice green. Green's my favorite color, and you're absolutely right. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful shade. You know, Zach Wilson's admiring that shade of green. He's looking at it. Themes seem right in New York because I'm taking the Bills, damn it. They put him through a table. Buffalo by 21 easy. I'm betting the spread with them. You know, I just Googled this. You know what the Jets green is called? Gotham green. Ooh. Is it really? That's right. So that if, you need right. Anything, yeah. if you need anything between Kelly green and Emerald green, it's Gotham. Gotham Green. All right. Where's the green? All right. 49ers, Rams, LA, four point favorite. Who do we take? The Niners, because I don't want to see the Saints in the playoffs. They don't deserve it. What is it? What is it with the Saints that you just don't don't drive with? Because she's a Panthers fan. No, what's his name is creepy. That whole point is kind of creepy. Sean Payton. Yeah. Not Urban Meyer creepy, Urban Meyer loser, but he's like kind of creepy, creepy. 
Yeah. I don't like him. Rubs me the wrong way. That's fair. Honestly, He's not rubbing you like Urban, though. Kinda... Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> I got really aggressive. Sorry. <laughs> He's the weird bloke in the back of the nightclub, isn't he? You might just need to move on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus, dude. I was going to say the Superdome does kind of creep me out. It just reminds mm. me of, like, they're playing underground or something. I don't know. Like they're, a like, nightclub. Jesus. <laughs> All right, um, moving on. Go, 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 Niners. Uh, give me the Rams. Um, you know, Stafford's starting to have these little, little streaks of uh, pick sixes, like little visions of what things used to be like in Detroit. I hope, hope to God that he gets that out of his system because I want the man to win. So give me the Rams. I had to look up. Cooper Cup stats because he's going to pass. Looks like he's going to pass Jerry Rice on receiving yards. He's at 1,829. So he just needs, he's got one more day to pass Megatron. But he, if he has a career high game, he's 171 yards away from 2,000, which no one's ever done before. So I'm pulling for Cooper Cup. And, and I think the Rams – I think this is a great game. And I, and I think the Rams are – I think Cup's going to do it. Go Rams. Yeah, I agree with Fitz, I think. Um, I want it to happen. Uh, give me the Rams. Yeah, you know, uh, shout out to Cup. He said, hey, this this stat, this record will have an asterisk next to it because I have an extra week to do it. And so I thought that was pretty big of him to go ahead and say this has an asterisk next to it before he even does it. Um, which we can add that to our asterisk pile in the offseason, which we'll talk about. Yes. Um, <laughs> you, you know, 49ers, they need a win, and they're in. Rams need a win to clinch the division, to get the nice hat, T-shirt, all that good stuff, a little paycheck upgrade for them to win the division. So both teams are playing for everything on the line here. <sighs> Give me the Rams. They're at home. Sean McVay, he's got his 5,000 TVs lined up. He's getting the job done. Finns, Patriots, New England, three-point favorite. Who's getting the win? Something weird always happens when we play Miami in the last game of the season. Usually that weird thing happens in December, and luckily it's January. So we're going to hope that January brings less weird things to this game. Um, I think Bill Belichick's going to have the boys set, ready to go. Um, It's going to be a convincing win. We already lost to Miami once this year. Um, and we don't lose Miami twice in a season. So um, Patriots all in, um, outright. Fans up, baby. <laughs> I'm going Patriots. I'm going to take the Dolphins in this one, just because I don't think the Patriots – I know they're playing for seed, but – I, their their fate just relies too much on other teams, and I just think the Dolphins they're just playing the to end hot, and I think they can do it. Just a hunch. I'm gonna take the Dolphins. Give me them fins. Fitz, I've never heard of a team trying to end hot at eight and eight. <laughs> they're still. I mean, they're just Ever. trying to end. You know, they won. The, Luke Warren. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they won how many in a row? 
you know, shout out to Bill Belichick. I'm reading the book Art of War. Shout out to him. Uh, you know, you, you believe in the man. Let's go. Let's go, Pats. They get the job done. Dude just had his thought though. You know, color rush uniforms. You know, Miami does the orange on orange. They need to do a till on till. Mm. That'd be sharp. That'd look good. We're for hire. That's all I'm saying. All right. Seahawks, Arizona, Arizona, five and a half point favorite. Who do we take? I'm going to take Arizona. I too will take Arizona. Give me Arizona. I'll take the Cardinals. Yeah, give me Arizona. Then they'll be talking about forever about Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Yeah, uh, I I warned of taking Arizona last week because the Cowboys scared me. I was wrong. I'm back on my Cardinals BS. Let's go Cards. Panthers, Tampa. Tampa looking to rest some starters, but also maybe to fight for a little playoff positioning, only want a seed above them or below them. Um, Tampa, six-point favorite. Who do we take? Tampa, Tom Brady will play for a half, and that's all they'll need him in for to win. Tampa for sure. Yeah, we're going Tampa. Yeah, Panthers are just garbage. We'll take the Bucks. Um, just because she's graced her presence uh, with us tonight, I'm going to take the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, watch out! She's gonna pull an AB and just rip the top off. Now. <laughs> what a wild scenario that is! Uh, I think that only makes Tampa Bay better because you got the cancer out of the locker room. Shout out to them! Now the Rams need to do the same thing with OBJ. Uh, give me bucks. Last game, Sunday night's game. No Monday night game. A little sad, a little triste, but that's all right. Chargers, Raiders, LA. They win. They're in. Raiders. They win. They're in. They tie. They're both in. So, wild, wild scenario if the Colts lose. Uh, so, L.A., two-and-a-half-point favorite. Who do we take? I think I'm going to stick with my boy, Air Bear, and take the, the Chargers to put the Raiders and their drunken quarterbacks out of their misery. It was a cornerback, not a quarterback. I said cornerback. Okay. Okay. Sorry, sorry. You're not riding your Clemson boy, Renfro? No, I'm riding my Clemson boy, Williams. Uh, okay. Mm. I didn't think about that. A lot of Clemson wide receivers. Plethora. <laughs> <laughs> wide receiver you? Possibly. No. <laughs> I personally think they're both going to respect this gentleman's agreement, and they're just going to take these, and this is going to be the fastest NFL game of all time. <laughs> and I'm also going to put probably $100 on a tie for this game. Imagine. <laughs> I think I saw a post game interview of Derek Carr, and he's got this crazy look in his eyes. Have you guys seen him lately? He's like he his hair, his hair's getting like more fro like in the back. I think it's, I think he's building power with that hair. <laughs> I'm, I'm going, I'm going Carr. Let's go Raiders. I'm with you, Tim. I think Derek Carr is laser focused and the fact that they've had all the stuff happen this season and they're still they have a shot and the win against the Colts it was like 
oh man, Derek Carr. Like it's is is Derek's time. And I don't think the Raiders have made the playoffs with him at the helm. So yeah, I I think it's their time. I'm gonna take the Raiders. Um, yeah, I'm going Raiders as well. I think they I think end of the day, I think the Raiders would be more up for it. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna have to stand up for this. This is a big pick. I'm gonna get the nunchucks out. Oh man. Oh. And I'm going all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> We're going chargers to knock the hell out of the out of the Raiders. They put them out of their misery. That organization needs to be buried deep into the Vegas grounds, restructure, rebirth from the ashes, and just learn how to drive or order an Uber. Shit. <laughs> just get some public transportation in Vegas and you'll be fun. Just get something. What are we doing? All right. Matt, footy corner real quick. We got some FA Cup picks. Yeah. So um, the FA Cup is this week. Um how the FA Cup works is teams are literally just drawn out of a hat. There's no seedings throughout the whole competition. Um, and there's some crazy matchups. Chelsea are playing Chesterfield, who are a semi-pro team, Saturday, 12.30 Eastern time. I mean, you could try and bet it, but like the odds are so massively in favour of Chelsea. But the FA Cup throws up, throws up massive upsets. Um, one, this could happen uh, Sunday just after 12. Nottingham Forest are playing Arsenal. Nottingham Forest are quite a big team with a lot of history, playing well the league below the Premier League. Um, Arsenal probably will rest players. Um, so that's what that's one good game to watch. Um, another game to watch, and it's, it's not very often I get to talk about my team, Charlton Athletic, but we are playing Norwich City, who are rock bottom of the Premier League. So I'll, I will do a sip of death, and I'm going to say, Charles are going to beat Norwich City, even though they are two leagues above us. Um, and there's some other big games. Uh, Mirwall playing Crystal Palace, big London derby. It's one of those games, if you go to it, there'll be more police and fans. That'd be crazy. Um, finally, last big game, Monday, Monday afternoon, Manchester United versus Aston Villa. United lost at the weekend. Villa are doing really well. That should be a really good game to watch. I love it. I can't wait for it. Uh, all kicking off this week. So going to be some good action for us. I love it. Mm. All right. Pub parlay time. We'll keep that a little scrappy and let's make some money. It's been a while since we made some money here at the pub parlay. So anybody want to start us off here? Any of this weekend's action? I will. Georgia over Bama. Outright. God, you son of a gun. I was going to do the opposite, but that's all right. We're going to let it ride. Dang, we got to ride that pick now? We got to ride it, baby. I don't think Georgia's going to win. Hey, hey, this is, <laughs> we're doing this, all right? Can we veto in the bar line? <laughs> no. This is Jay Gray, all right? We don't, we don't bet against her in college football. We trust her. All right. We trust All her. All right. That's fair. But I'm making no, a side I, I like the pick. I'm just, I'm just looking out for the rest of the people. <laughs> You'll be okay. That's fine. I'm You'll just be complaining. okay. <sighs> All right. Since we're getting real ballsy, then we're going tie against the Raiders Chargers. No. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the worst, this is already the worst parlay ever. I'm going to take. Nah, Steelers um, outright. 
Okay. Steelers outright. All right. <laughs> I was I was curious if I can put money on Cooper Cup to break Megatron's. You can't just not on our par- parlay. Not on the parlay. You can do that individually. Yeah. Okay. I'll think of another one. You know what? This is gonna be the ballsiest pick or ballsiest parlay we've done. I'm taking Jags over Colts. Yes, mm. I like that one. I like Ooh, that straight one. up money. Hate line. it. Hate it. But straight love up it. money line. <laughs> oh my god. So wait, are, did we decide that we're doing the tie? Or no, and we're not doing the tie. Okay, I can't. That's an added Spencer. bonus. We're putting. I want to take the Raiders over the Chargers. Nice. All right, Raiders I like this. Now. All right, now we're talking. Here we go. Oh, wait, this could hit. It. This could hit. Oh, it's hitting. Man, I don't know. I don't want to screw it up. This is hitting right now. That's the way I, I can I, feel it. With four hitting, bets, we're at plus 10,000 odds already. So let's keep it Perfect. rolling. Um, give me Wolverhampton Wanderers to beat Sheffield United. Big, big, mouthful that was. Uh, Biggest so, name in football Wolverhampton Wanderers. Wolverhampton. I have no clue what you just said. Wolverhampton Wanderers. <laughs> I'm just gonna take a safe. I'm gonna take a safe pick. I'm gonna take the Titans over the Texans. Oh, now we're getting because I don't. I don't want to mess it up. I. I think nothing safe. Nothing safe on this. Safe. <laughs> I think we're hitting this. I swear. It's Watch, it's all gonna come down. It's gonna come I down Jay Gray. To Jay Gray. I'm gonna lose my cool. Like oh yeah. It's going to come down to the Titans. The Titans get the job. They don't get the job done. Hey, that's going to do it for the pub parlay. We're ready for a random question time. Yeah. Anybody have one, Jake? Usually you come it's locked and loaded for us. Um... That is true. New Year's res- right. resolutions. Uh, I don't do resolutions. Ooh, you have a, I have a whole spreadsheet. I have a spreadsheet. If you could live in any time period in American history, Ooh. what time period would you live in? Oh, I've got a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to have to remind me of uh, the time period. Not a history guy. Yeah. I mean, now? it can just be just any time. Right? Been, I can tell you. Now, I wouldn't want to live right now. There's too much TikTok and too much like. Now's pretty sick. I think I'm. I think I'm an old soul. Now's pretty sick. I'm gonna be a schoolhouse teacher in the 1940s, where I teach (laughs) all the little kids all day, and then I go help collect scrap metal and hold my sign and have my pretty hair and my cute little dress. I'm going to live, live yeah. between... Oh, sorry. Do apologize. I mean, it sounds decent, to be fair. <laughs> All right, back. I'm sorry. I'm going to live between uh, 1707 and 1783, where British fucking ruled America. Have some of that. <laughs> oh, Lord. I, I'm going to live in 2050s, where, uh, you know... There's not so much worry about like I don't know all these weird borders and all this stupid stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah, that's that's way back in like the 2020s. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, we're global warming's already happened. I mean, yeah, we're already, already at 120 degree heat on the, the face of the <laughs> Earth here. I mean, yeah, we we actually live in domes now, <laughs> and um, you got to keep the domes Mars, safe. You're actually, in New, you're actually in New Orleans. You're living in the Superdome. We're, we're new, yeah, we're in New America on Mars. So there you go. Sean Payton's the president because he's the only one that can map the tunnels of the Superdome. <laughs> I'm going to say I would want to be born in like 1950. And, and just I was thinking of sports. Like I get the Super Bowl era beginning of football. I get the merger of ABA and NBA in the 60s, 70s, with, and then I get Bird and Magic. I get the whole college basketball in the 80s run with, like, Jordan and all those great players, Patrick Ewing. And then I'm like, what, I'd be 70 today? Which, yeah, I, I could be a crotchety 70-year-old man fighting through Rona. <laughs> Just getting mad at kids doing TikTok and and all this stuff. They get on your cross. <laughs> uh, I, I like that viewpoint. I was thinking seventy five was my age, right? Nineteen seventy five. That way, I grow up in the eighties, nineties. You get experience it again. Life's good. You get to watch some of these great sports moments, and uh, you get to really remember Michael Jordan's run. That type of stuff. So then, oh, cool. I get to be. Um... I'd get to be a young adult, like my age right now, I'd be in the disco era, which would be wild. I, I, I think I would have thrived in the disco era. Fitz, <laughs> I have no fear that you thrive there. <laughs> Not a fear. Hey, it's going to do it for the show. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Dumbest show around, but we hope you enjoyed it because we always have fun making it, and we'll catch you guys next Tuesday. Have a safe and great week, and go bounce the sports and enjoy it. Bye. Have a wonderful time. See ya. In a bit, go well. Look, that was one time we all didn't have to do fake accents. One day Ooh. we'll get Jay Gray to get an outro there. Yeah. Last week, that was <laughs> oh, yeah. Which you killed it. <laughs>